I never wanted my audience size to equate to the amount of income I had coming in. Because then if you want more, you have to get more audience. And what does that require? Posting on social media every day. All of the checklist items that never appealed to me. I wanted to be on social media, but I didn't want to do social media. You know, that's the difference. And that's how I got that membership to half a million. We didn't use any ads to do that. We used cold free leads. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews, where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Welcome to Scale Your Course. One of the things that I love about my podcast is being able to interview really amazing people. And I mean, people that are making a real impact in the online space and helping other people create just as much impact. Today, I get to interview Haley Burkhead. Haley is a marketing and sales expert who teaches course and membership creators how to turn their knowledge into consistent income with her program, Recurring Profit. You've probably heard of this program before if you're at all in the course creation space. Maybe you're familiar with Haley's work, but I feel really privileged to be able to be interviewing her today on the podcast. Haley has created multiple million dollar companies in the online space and an open book when it comes to how she did it. And not only that, in Recurring Profit, she teaches her clients how to do this for themselves. Now, I had some major shifts in my thinking when I was talking to Haley. I tend to be a think small kind of person. I encourage other people to think big, but for myself, I tend to think small. And Haley really opened my eyes to even bigger possibilities, things that I hadn't even considered would be within my reach. Haley and I dive into a really interesting conversation about passive income. The big debate in the conversations that I have with other people is whether passive income is really possible. If you're somebody who's asked yourself this question before, you won't want to miss that part of the conversation. But the whole interview is just gold. Haley offers us insight into what recurring profit is, what it does for her clients, why she created Recurring Profit, how she built Recurring Profit, and how Recurring Profit allows her to live a lifestyle where she can put herself first when she needs to. I don't know about you, but that's the lifestyle that I would love to have. And she will get you excited about the possibilities of Recurring Profit in your own business. If you're looking for an opportunity to expand your own vision about what's possible, stay tuned. You won't want to miss this. Welcome, Haley, to Skill Your Course. I can't tell you how excited and nervous I am about today's interview. I say that with um, lots of uh, respect and admiration for you and the work that you do. Um, but yeah, just I'm so excited that you're here and we get to talk about scaling with courses and programs today. Let's just start with you introducing yourself. Yes. I'm so honored to be here, Tracy. Thank you so, 
so much. I am very excited about this interview. Um, I actually started out as a fashion blogger way back in the day. And I realized, oh my gosh, I love coding. This is so much fun. And I started coding my blog and all these other bloggers were like, hey, I want you to code my blog. So I started taking on clients, which accidentally turned into an agency. And I was like, well, you know what? Let me add social media management on top of that. So basically, I created a multiple six-figure agency on accident just because I just loved it. Then I realized, okay, loving the work, not loving the client side of things. And I uh, started a membership site. That membership grew to half a million in six months. And then we started getting asked to, by we, I guess it was just me at that time. Now we have like a core team. So I'm used to saying we, Um, but at that time it, it still was pretty much just me. I had a VA, that was it. And And then we were asked, you know, how do we start a course or membership and how do we do this? And so we have recurring profit for four years, which is crazy. Uh, And that's where I really love helping course and membership sites scale. Uh, and, you know, we have a starter goal at 10K. We go all the way to 83K. I say, once you get past a million, you've outgrown us, you know, but what I love in my heart of hearts is simplifying business so you can scale as fast as you want. You know, like speed is not an issue and um, you're not getting burnt out. And so automated cells and cell psychology, that's my love language. I can nerd out over that all day long. (laughs) Wow. I just hung on to the words where you said I created these businesses on accident and you achieved without even really being intentional about it. And I think that is pretty admirable. I know how hard it is in the online space to kind of find your niche. I know I'm still kind of Mm -hmm. trying to find my own footing and I have clients that are really struggling with a lot of the challenges that come with making decisions in your business. Do I create a course? Do I create a membership? Do I continue just in one-on-one client work? Do I do a little bit of both? And I think for someone like yourself, who's been able to sort of discover what you're good at by accident is, is pretty amazing. And, uh, I give you kudos for that. Thanks. I don't think you can make a mistake if you love what you're doing. And I think if you do right by the people that pay you, who cares if you switch things up, you know? Yeah, no, I, I love the idea of, of it being simple and also flexible, right? That's what I hear Mm -hmm. from you is having that flexibility to know when to pivot and when to try something new, but the simplicity of Mm -hmm. your recurring profit program and how you set up your students for success, I think is really what I want to focus our conversation on today. So I will tell you, you know, I've watched your training, you have like this really sweet, easy onboarding where, you know, you sign up, you get the training right away. And one of the things I noticed that stood out to me about you from other people is that you kind of had these two pathways. Yeah, we have two tracks. It's like you either start with an idea or you start with already built because what I was figuring out is, you know, just because you have an idea doesn't mean you're less experienced of an entrepreneur. For instance, we had Krista who was a web developer Um, really good at PHP CSS in the back end of WordPress. And she created a program. She got to 90K in six months, which is insane because she had a 90K year with web developer services that year before. So like, just because you have an idea doesn't mean, you know, you're behind or you're green or whatever. So I think what we really care about is 
and we have a call for this because I don't want anyone coming in and paying one penny unless we for sure know it'll get results for them, you know? And so we actually assess your business and everything uh, to make sure that it fits the method perfectly. What are your pre-qualifiers for your program? Like, do you have a certain revenue that people should be making or a certain audience size? So our marketing doesn't rely on audience size because I am very big on using cold free leads to get to 10 K months. I think if you're relying on audience, like imagine (laughs) you're sitting there and if you have, let's say 100 Instagram followers, okay, I'm just going to make up this number off the top of my head. If you have hundred Instagram followers and you live launch to them and let's say five people buy. Okay. And then you have 95 followers. And then what if some of them trail off? Or what if you gain a little bit more? But basically the premise is you have to gain more followers to sell more next time, right? And so you're stuck in this loop of, it's it's a hamster wheel loop and you can't get out of it unless you rely on something else for sales. And so I never wanted my audience size to equate to the amount of income I had coming in. Because then if you want more, you have to get more audience. And what does that require? Posting on social media every day. All of the checklist items that never appealed to me. I wanted to be on social media, but I didn't want to do social media. You know, that's the difference. And that's how I got that membership to half a million. We didn't use any ads to do that. We used cold free leads. Every course or membership in order to scale has three pools of traffic you have access from, right? So the first is your organic pool. Imagine these as pool hangout spots where, you know, people come and hang out at the pool. They're like, yeah, we're hanging out with over here. So your organic pool is people that follow you on social media, your email list, they're at your pool hanging out. You know, you you work really freaking hard to get them to your pool and you're hanging out with them. Then there's partner pools. This is their organic pool. And typically a partner pool is someone that actually genuinely enjoys building up an audience. So what we do in recurring profit is I'm like, okay, how can we find profit partners? Those are people that you can get a pool key card from, go into their pool and send them all to your automated sales system and make sales. That way it's about getting access to the right profit partner pools. And so you're getting access to a pre-built audience. It's already built. You don't have to go build it yourself. It is the easiest and fastest way to generate growth. Bantam Bagels, I believe that's what the bagel shop is called. Anyways, they did this off the back of Starbucks. It's the same concept. If you go outside of our industry bubble, you will see this happen with businesses all the time. You go to a brand that has a built-in audience. They love branding and they love audience building. Starbucks, right? That is their zone of genius. You go to the bagel. Okay. They're really good at making bagels. They make really great bagels and they're really good at the, the margins of the finance, whatever, making them. So they go team up with Starbucks and they piggyback of all their foot traffic. Now they're in grocery stores nationwide. That is what you're doing. You're saying, I'm just going to plug in my awesome product into something that already exists. So that's what that is. Use that to get to 10K months. Then there's the paid pool. And that could be podcast ads. That could be Facebook ads, uh, Google ads, you know, any anything to get paid access to a pool. And then you can scale from there. Then you're not worried about creating a fire. Like, man, I got to rub these sticks together and create the fire and the fire is cells. It's like, no, you've already created the fire with a strong automated cell system that's hopefully built with cell psychology. And then you're putting fuel on the fire. You're paying to add fuel so it gets bigger naturally and you're not having like rub two sticks together. That makes total sense. And you make it sound so easy and so simple and so logical, right? (laughs) And you're right. When you look outside of the online space, which 
you know, can be a little bit intimidating when you're first mm-hmm. trying to get started and you see all the things that are happening and, and the, the great awesomeness of all the people around you it can be a little bit overwhelming, but it's really great when we have people like you who bring forward these real clear and concise pathways for people to follow and you support them with that. And, you know, we've kind of dived right in and talked about your program, which ideally, like, I want to learn more about, but I'd love to hear from you what you see as the common trends right now in the online course space. You talk a lot to your audience about courses or memberships. And, you know, I've listened to a, a few of your interviews about that, but I'd love to know from your perspective right now, what trends are we seeing that people need to be paying attention to? Yeah. Generic big courses aren't selling. They just aren't. Um, I think the market has shifted a lot. The course and membership buying market, which is so interesting. What I'm seeing is people that have had offers for years. And I'm talking about like some of my friends were making like two, three million. And they're making like 500,000 now, you know, massive bump. And then when they change the wrapping paper around their offer, it skyrocketed. And I think this is what's important is like, this is what I talk about in recurring profit in phase five. It's like your offer is the present, right? Well, the wrapping paper is what the present looks like to people before they see the present. And so in marketing, you get the opportunity to choose different wrapping papers. You know, let's say you teach a Facebook ads course. Well, one of your wrapping paper could be like, avoid all the iOS chaos. Okay. Another wrapping paper could be uh, spending money on leads, but they're not turning into sales. Another wrapping paper could be uh, not sure what ad settings to choose. Let me show you the right ones. You know, you see how you can choose something very specific and make it a wrapping paper. That's what people are having to start doing. And I think before people were like, I teach Facebook ads. Do you want help? And that was converting, but it doesn't anymore. You have to get smarter with your marketing and I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) I am personally loving this. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'm hearing a lot of people talking about the shift and some of the challenges that people are having with the sales side of things. What's your big vision with your program, Recurring Profit? I believe that knowledge, when we share knowledge, it expands people's minds in a bigger way. You know, Um, like I'm thinking, even for myself, I have very not well-behaved dogs. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I uh, took a course from a dog trainer in Australia to help train my dogs. And it's like sharing that knowledge helps me learn how to be a better person or a better dog owner or a better whatever, you know, there are programs out there that help marriages. There are programs out there that help you. I I just bought a course that's teaching me how to uh, paint in abstract ways. So interesting. And now I'm able to express my creativity. I went through a lot of trauma a few years ago, and I'm still kind of mentally recovering from that. And one of my outlets is abstract art. I've always wanted to do it. And so this is a way to heal myself. It's a way to get emotions out of my body. And how amazing that someone who is so talented, it comes naturally to them, not to me, right? But it's so ta- their talent. And I paid 97, 150 bucks, I don't know, something to access their talent. And it's now helping me heal 
some wounds, like emotional wounds. And she's helping me never talk to me once. Like that's impact on a scalable level. She could impact hundreds of thousands of people all over the world on a global level. That's the power of knowledge. And in the online space, we get to share our knowledge and help people like that with what we're an expert at. And it's such a beautiful thing. I also think on another level, I mean, I know a lot of women, I live in Texas. I I have women in my neighborhood. They don't make their own money. They rely on their husband's money. Or I know people that might rely on their wife's money goes vice versa. I just know more women. I think it's because I live in Texas, but they want to feel like they contribute or they want to quit their nine to five job. There's so many ways to make money. And if you feel so good about you never have to worry about money coming in. You know, there's enough, you have a consistent income coming in and you're helping people at the same time, making an impact on a global level. What more could you ask for? Honestly, it's an incredible feeling to not have to worry about the money you're making. You have a creative outlet. You get to do your zone of genius and you get to help people in a global way. Wow. Yeah, I think you're right. There are so many people out there that have so much talent and passion and what you offer them is the systems and the understanding of like how they can actually achieve the goals that they want to do probably at a level that they maybe probably haven't even dreamed of. That's what I'm hearing from you. Yeah, totally. Would you say that courses that you help people create or that they bring to you, are these typically courses that are run without community and live teaching type components. So what I like to do is go like reverse engineer the three KPIs. So in every business, you have three departments, you have the operations department, which is kind of like the boring backdoor stuff, the finance HR thing. And then you have the marketing or the growth department, which is getting leads and making sales. Then you have the client success department, which is delivering the product, right? So the client success department, there's three KPIs that I use in my businesses and my clients use in theirs because I teach them to do this. So it's results, retention, and referrals. Those are the three R's. So Every decision you make when creating and designing your program is designed around these three R's. How can I get my clients results, the highest percentage of results? How can I get the highest percentage of referrals? And how can I have a fantastic retention that won't affect my scalability or profitability? Those are the three questions you ask. So now that we know this, we can also add into the mix of what fits you the best because you're the creator, you know? And I think everyone is so unique. So if you're someone that, you don't want to do live teaching. That's just not you. You don't want to show up live in from the camera. Don't. What's great is if, if those three R's are met, you do it in your way. Don't do it in a way that you feel like you should or a black and white box. It's like, no. Now I'll tell you what I recommend. And then if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I kind of want to tweak this, tweak it however you would like. But um, for my clients that are starting out with an idea, I recommend following what I call the beta cash flow formula. So this is the very beginning, it's phase one. It's right after you do the cell psychology portion. So the beta cash flow formula is uh, it's a three-day campaign and you are getting paid to create your program. So I think what most people do is they sit in their office for three months and they're like, well, I'm gonna create my course. And then they launch it and then crickets. They might get a few cells and they might get crickets. But then what, right? Like what's happening next? What are you going to do? Launch it again? Like what's happening here? You have this amazing offer and you feel like it's on a shelf, but no one's passing the shelf. No one's seeing it. Okay, that's 
a sucky situation to be in. You put a lot of hard work in this. So what I recommend is number one, actually get paid by founding members that are paying to get access to the program. Okay. So this is before you've like launched, you're going to create a sales system, all that stuff. You're going to get paid. Number two, you're going to teach the, the lessons live to these founding members. And then number three, while they're consuming the content, you're going to go build your automated sell system while they're consuming it. And they're going to fill out feedback forms. That way, when the sell system is up, you press the on button, you're getting client or sorry, students. I'm thinking recurring profit. We call them clients because it's more client than a student. Um, but you'll get, you'll be getting paid students through the sell system. Okay. While you're getting paid students, then you can go back, look at those feedback forms and improve as you feel fit. Okay. So that's kind of the flow. Now you can do that however you want. If you don't want to teach live pre-record, doesn't matter. What matters is the three R's, right? Is it going to create results? Is the content so great? It's going to create referrals and then retention. Is it set up to do that? And so that's how I help my clients design their program around those three R's. But if you're starting out at just an idea place, that's what I recommend for sure. Uh, we've had people make like multiple five figures in just their beta launches, you know? And that's I think, amazing. Yeah, it it makes it easier and, and more fun. <laughs> yeah, I really like the idea of the simultaneousness of it too. That's probably not even the right use of the word simultaneous, but the, the idea that while you're actually live launching or you're live delivering, I guess I'll say, you're also getting feedback on the go and then creating your automated system at the same time so that you're right. you're not sort of having this eight or 10 week live thing and then you've got to stop and think and then gather the feedback and then go and create the next phase of whatever it is you're trying to create. So I, I like the idea. It feels very actionable to me. Hey, Tracy Sheriff here. Are you looking to create consistent 10K months with a course or membership? I thought you might be. That's why I partnered with Haley Burkhead, CEO of Recurring Profit, to sponsor this episode. Haley has created a free training that breaks down her exact automated process for creating consistent 10K months. And as a listener of Scale Your Course podcast, she is also giving you exclusive access to her Recurring Profit Roadmap Trello board. Want free access? Go to recurringprofit.com forward slash automate. So tell us a little bit about the tech because tech scares people. <laughs> this oh whole idea gosh, of yeah. automation and all of the the different tools and and things. Where could we start to talk about that to kind of relieve people's worry <laughs> that this is going to be something that they can't possibly accomplish? Oh my gosh, because you hear about all the complicated funnels and the upsells and the downsells, like, oh, the timers. Okay, I just want to say you don't need a timer, first of all. We don't do timers in our systems that I have because I don't, if I think timers, especially when done a certain way is lazy marketing. Like if you're scaring people into buying your program, they're not buying for the right reasons. Like if you use cell psychology, you'd be converting the right people at the right time. Like, uh, I just have, I'm not going to go on that tangent. That's just how I feel though. <laughs> <laughs> Little snippet into how I feel that you didn't ask for. So there's the timer part, and then there's the upsell and the downsell pages, and you're having to create all these landing pages. I think there's a simple way to do it. So what I get asked a lot is, can I use my current tech with the tech strategy that's in RP? Yes. And I'm about to tell you the tech strategy is why I'm saying that question. Also, if you're in recurring profit, that's why we just decided to do it for you, which is something that 
maybe in your course or membership, you can kind of think about this. It's like, what is something we found that our clients dreaded the tech? It's like, well, I have a network and I have a network of tech specialists. So I'm going to go hire them on. And then now our clients don't have to worry about it. It's like, what can you do for your students in that capacity, right? That might make it more of a no-brainer or it could be an upgrade inside the program. Ours isn't, but you know, you can make it that way for yours. So just like a little thought that might create something for you in your head, but going back to the tech system, So what I recommend, it's very simple. Here are the parts. You have your registration page because you need something to collect a lead, right? You need uh, their name, email address. That's going to lead to a webinar landing page. This is an automated webinar that they can watch at any time, access at any time. And I recommend at any time and not doing it live because it's inconvenient for them if it's live. Think about if I had acne and I have had acne before. Oh my gosh, it looked like bumblebees had stung my entire face. It was miserable. I wasn't, I'd have friends like, hey, let's go out tonight. Like, no, because I was so self-conscious of my face. And if you have a course over healing acne, skin, whatever, you think I'm going to wait six months until your next live launch? No. No, ma'am, I'm not. I want it now. I want to learn how to heal my skin now. And you don't want to be doing the same thing to your buyers. They're in pain. They're struggling, right? So have that automated system. It is more convenient for them. And it's more convenient for you. My goodness, you have your life back. If your kid gets sick, you can be there, right? So win-win all around. Then what comes next is they either buy or not by. So we have a seven day email follow-up. that's very specific on the frequency and stuff. If they buy awesome. Woo. Yay. You got to sell. If they don't buy, they're not, they're in not yet. And so the not yet is put into uh, what I call a profit stacking effect. So the profit stacking effect turns into sales within 30 to 120 days. So we've had someone that's had leads come in, right? Those not yet sales had ended up adding 24,000. She made 24 sales and it was $1,000 per sale, 24 sales within a month period. Like that's what people are more focused on front end and not maximizing revenue. Like I love multiplying money. If I can multiply, because if you multiply money within a sale system, guess what? Your market, your marketing has way less pressure on it because let's run some numbers. Okay. I know I'm bringing out math. I'm the worst. (laughs) So leads, let's say you get 200 leads coming in, right? You got 200 leads signing up for your webinar. Woo. Awesome. Now 180 of those people buy because you have a 10% conversion rate at 10%. That's 20 sales. Well, if your offer is $500, pulling those numbers up there. So $500, that's $10,000. That's money you make up front, right? But those 180 leads, what are we going to do with those people? Most people have them on their email list and they send them a weekly newsletter to keep them warm. No, <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. Um, instead, put them in the profit stacking effect. And, and this is where you can actually double or triple your sales on the back end if you do this. And yeah, it's not immediate, you know, like for instance, when my clients' webinars are getting reviewed. Our experts will review the webinars with this one question in mind. Will a cold lead convert within 24 hours or less watching this webinar? Okay. Now that's a quick turnaround, right? 
the profit stacking effect is we're not asking that question. What we're asking is if they're the right fit, will they convert within X amount of days, X amount of months, which usually a six month period. So we're kind of playing the long game here, but you have all these people going through something that's designed to actually sell if they're a good fit. And that's the key. Um, so it's very simple setup. You know, you have four pieces that you're plugging together. It's a few pages. It's nothing crazy. A few emails, two pages, and then a profit stacking effect on the back end to maximize sales. Um, the tech can be done with literally anything. It is, you need two landing pages and a video hosting software. And that shows you it's not about the tech. Tech is not what makes you successful. What does? Marketing and sales strategy. That's what determines your success. And that's where cell psychology comes in. Wow. You do make it sound simple, right? Especially when you've taken this whole tech stack that I'm envisioning in my head of all the different pieces that you need. And you've mm -hmm. narrowed it down to pretty much two pieces of technology, you know, or two, two types of technology that you need for your landing pages and your videos and you're up and running. And I think it's pretty amazing that you take that extra stress off of your clients and have them actually get the tech done for them. So yes, it helps a lot. How long does it on average take for your staff to help set up that automated system? Um, three business days is typically what we say. Oh, wow. That's fast. That's mm -hmm. fast. Mm -hmm. Where it would probably, if they did it on their own, take three weeks, three months, maybe a year. It depends on the person and <laughs> yeah. their procrastination level. <laughs> yes. And their willingness yeah, totally. to try and experiment and, you know, do mm -hmm. all the things. Everyone's brain works a little bit differently. I, mm -hmm. I know that from working with my own clients, but yeah, I think, I think that definitely is an extra, extra bonus of joining your program is to get that level of support. So I think that's fantastic. There's one question that I have that's a burning question. You can let me know if this is a question that you're comfortable answering, but it comes up in conversations all the time. And it's this idea of passive income so that courses okay. can create passive income. So is that what your program is designed to help people create, you know, and for me, the, the definition of passive is very interpretive, I guess. So for some people, passive is like, I set it and forget it and I walk away, um, as mm -hmm. a teacher myself, someone who really focuses on the quality of the delivery and the, the results focus part, you talked about the results retention and the referrals. Like, I guess I'm in, kind of in the results bucket. I really want to help people make sure that they're actually making a difference when they enroll people in these courses. But it just came up with a client that I had the other day where we were talking about this idea of can courses really be passive? And so I'm just curious if you have an opinion on what passive yeah. really means, because there's definitely work involved, right? And, and I, for there me, it doesn't have to be. Okay. I, I will say, I think people have it all wrong <laughs> because so I had, and, and this is like a high level, right? I built a well, recurring profit. I have, I have only had recurring profit as a product for almost four years now. And it reached the point of 6 million and I got pregnant and I was always in the hospital. I couldn't walk. I couldn't look at a screen. I'd throw up. I, it, I was very, very sick. It was a life-threatening illness that was a pregnancy related. And then I was told I was going to have a stillborn four months later when I could kind of work, but then emotionally, I was like, I was shot still always in the hospital, high risk. And then after that, they cut a nerve. 
So I couldn't walk again. I was like, so all these things happen, right? I couldn't run my business, but it was passive. We brought in 4 million and I didn't do anything. Couldn't show up, wasn't posting, couldn't do anything. And so, yes, I know it can be passive because for a year and a half, I still, it, I, it's, it's tough. Sometimes there have been things that pop up and the only thing I did during that time was I would go to a client call, like the, the group calls, um, when I could, when I wasn't throwing up, uh, and that's the, really the only thing I did. I couldn't run the business, but it's because of how I set it up. And most people really struggle with this because they have trust issues around people Fair, rightfully. So a lot of our childhood trauma, uh, a lot of us, it's hard to trust people. Number two, a lot of us really like the attention of being front and center and it's hard to give that up, uh, you know? So those are the two things that I've seen where it makes it hard to be passive. But if you think about mailbox money, right? I have a residential real estate company that's purely passive. I don't think I ever really know who leases from me. I'm getting mailbox money. I mean, it's not only mailbox money, it lands in a chase account, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's Zell check lands in a chase account. I never hear about it. I have a house manager. And she takes care of everything, right? That can happen for your business if you want it to. And it's just most people don't know how to set it up this way. And that's when team and leadership come into play. And it's tough. It's tougher than scaling a course. I will say that for most people because we're not, we're not taught this stuff. You have to figure it out. And it brings up a lot of stuff that you probably need to be in therapy for, for sure. I am in therapy and it has helped me a ton. Leadership brings up a lot of stuff and it's the, the best way to be the best leader for your people. But how do you set up a course of membership to be passive? This is the end of our program, which is life proofing your business. So mine was a very extreme case where I didn't, I couldn't prepare. I wasn't like, well, I'm going to prepare for worst case scenario. It's like, no, I thought I was going to have a happy pregnancy and everything was going to be okay. Um, so I couldn't, but I'm so thankful I built my business this way. So going back to those three departments I was talking about, right? Operations, growth, client success, put KPIs on each of those departments. Okay. Finance, 40% profit. I'm pulling these numbers up at the air. These are not like ideal numbers, 40% profit margin, growth and uh, sell or sorry, growth department. Okay. Well, we know based on the math, we need 2000 leads coming in every month with at a 10%, that is 10% is what? 200. Yeah. 200 cells. Well, 200 times 500 is like $300,000 or something. I don't know. 30,000 maybe <laughs> I'm doing the math. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not good with that. mental math. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you want to make multiple five figures or if I did the math wrong, multiple six figures a month, that's the numbers you need to hit. Okay. With client success, what are those numbers? Result, retention, referral. We want X amount of referrals every month, 20 referrals every month. We want uh, retention to be at 95%. We want uh, result rate to be 80% within the first 90 days. And the rest, it needs to be like life happened, like it wasn't on us. And if it was on us, we get on a call with them and we really dig into why that happened. Okay. So look at all the KPIs across the board. Those are the only numbers you focus on. And then you hire someone that is in charge of those numbers. Then when you're making enough money, you hire an ops manager to keep them accountable to having all those numbers. And usually that person is someone that's been responsible for the lower number and you're moving up because they understand the business as a whole. 
you probably can run the whole entire business off of two to three people. And, uh, and then you at the top, and I'm not even talking about employees. Some of these people could be contractors, you know, it could be so freaking simple, but if they hit their numbers every month, you're good. You're good. You can post. But I do want to mention the fact that passive income, it's not about it being passive, right? When I typically talk to people that want to create a course or membership because they don't want to work, don't create a course or membership. You know, I think you, the intention behind a course or membership needs to be because you love teaching this topic and you love helping people with it. That energy is going to carry through making a passive income check every month. I, I don't see sustainable success for that. You know, if that's the motivation behind it, because it's um, not a grounding energy, you know, that's just my opinion. I just like courses and memberships. I don't think are good for fast money. Yes, it can be used for that. But I, when people are trying to do that, they're actually hurting customers in the process. And it, that hurts my heart to see that. Yeah. I think, you know, when I first started listening to you and, and your description around, you know, the whole passive piece, I was thinking maybe we looked at things a little bit differently and different is okay. But Definitely. really you circled back to the piece that really concerns me is that, you know, people just think it's going to be super easy and it's like, set it, forget it. Don't even think about it. It doesn't mean that yeah. I understand passive means that you can have money coming in all of the time, but there's still a lot of things that you have to consider and the results piece of it. I wouldn't want anyone to just, just sort of assume that they can, you know, just sleep on it and everything's just mm -hmm. going to work out. Building a business the size of what you've built isn't passive to me. Obviously that's been some time and some energy. It's very and passive to me. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's very passive. We make a hundred to 200,000 a month of profit and I do nothing for it. Okay. And that's in one business. And I have seven other checks that are completely passive. I think it's, it's the way it is built. Right. And passive is that the money does not rely on you showing up. Passive does not mean you ignore it and you just want the money and you're going to opt out. Those right. two are completely different things. I have a lot of passive checks coming in, but it's because I built strategic filters. What I spend my time on is, um, honestly, a, a lot of it is the clients. It's like, what is the quality of service? What's the quality of deliverable? And then I do revenue strategy. But even now, right now, I'm buying up businesses. So I'm buying a bunch of businesses in this industry and I'm creating a feeder system. That's my fun passion project playground moment right now. And with that, I'm literally building a feeder system and then I get the checks on the back end and it's completely passive and I set mm -hmm. it up. It's, you just have to, Think, I think a lot of us are used to nine to five salary. I had that job, you know, I was pulling the paycheck and you think, what do you do? You do something to get a paycheck, right? But as an entrepreneur, you can think a little bit differently. You, you don't have a box. You can put yourself in the box if you want to. You can view it as a job or you can view it as an opportunity to help people at scale that doesn't rely on you to help more people to keep scaling, right? It's just the difference is it doesn't rely on you. It relies on someone you trained, an ops manager who has your same values. It can make decisions like you 90 to 95%, the same decisions you would make. And at the end of the day, it's about helping more people. 
and not wanting to run a business that relies on you because you don't want to burn out. You want to do creative fun processes so you can keep helping people, not from a place of, and it's not wrong. Nothing's wrong or bad. It's just the people that I've met that have been like, oh, I just want to go on an island coast and, and like party with people. Those intentions always uh, bite them in the butt. Yeah, I, I can appreciate what you're saying. I'm excited by your perspective. And I think very much we're saying the same things only very differently. And I don't know if we've confused everybody <laughs> with that. <laughs> I think we're saying the same things yeah, too. <laughs> we, I think we're saying the same things. You just have a much better way of saying it and you've lived it, right? So you're, you're living it right now. You coming on this podcast to me um, and showing up, and I know you show up in a lot of different places um, on different podcasts and different media opportunities. To me, you're still working for your business, but yeah. you're not necessarily in an enmeshed in the full delivery of it anymore is what I'm hearing. Got it doesn't rely on me. Yeah. Like if I didn't do this, it wouldn't matter. We'd still make whatever it's, it's, it's about doing what you love and having fun. You know, it's like, what is fun to you? And it should be a little bit of a red flag if, you're creating a business that you want to literally ghost. Maybe you shouldn't be creating that business in the first place. You know, if you go, like I have had to ghost um, for a mental health issue, that's different. But if you're wanting to ghost because you have no passion, well, that's a little bit of a different situation. Yeah, totally. So where can people learn more about recurring profits so that they can check you out and really understand if the program is for them? Yeah. Uh, well, for sure, hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at Haley Burkhead. It's H-A-L-E-Y and then Burkhead. Uh, it's a very weird last name, I know. <laughs> and then if you want to check out that training that Tracy was referring to, it's recurringprofit.com slash training. And that it's a 26-minute breakdown. So it's super short, but it's really intense. So, so prepare yourself. Uh, but it visually breaks down a lot of revenue strategy, goes through a lot of numbers. If you have a course or membership site, you're really wanting to scale. I would definitely suggest you go to recurringprofit.com slash training. And you can customize the training too. It's really cool. You have like two buttons that you can choose to customize it for exactly where you're at right now. So just choose which one fits you and hop on over to the video. Yeah, that's great. And I'll definitely put a link to that right in the show notes so people can find it really easy. They won't have to think too hard about writing down that URL and um, get them on to watching your trainings. I will say when you said they were intense, they are intense, but so <laughs> informative and your energy, like one of the things about you is, you know, you show up and you give such great value and you explain things visually. And I, I just learned a lot just from watching the training. Thank I learned you. about you. I learned about your program, but I also learned something about business um, from, from watching your training. So it, it helped. That's my goal. Yeah. Good, good. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to follow you and, and continuing to watch you grow. I don't know what you've got planned, you, meaning you, <laughs> earlier you were talking about buying up some other businesses and things I like that. Some big so things planned. <laughs> yeah. But I can't wait to see what they are. And um, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate it so much. Hey, Tracy Sheriff here. Before we wrap up, are you tired of the revenue roller coaster? Are you looking for ways to sell a course or membership on autopilot? I thought you might be. That's why I partnered with Haley Burkhead 
CEO of Recurring Profit, to sponsor this episode. I get it. When you already have a business that is working, it's terrifying to try something new. The key to making this work is plugging into a proven system that doesn't require your full attention. Haley has created a free training to teach you the A to Z roadmap for how to create an automated revenue stream that generates consistent 10K months. You can even customize the training based on whether you already have a course or membership or you just have an idea for one. Want free access? Go to recurringprofit.com forward slash automate. Plus, as a Scale Your Course listener, when you sign up for the free training using our link, you will get access to her Trello board mapping out the entire Recurring Profit roadmap. Go to recurringprofit.com forward slash automate.